Let's pray. Uh, thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity that um, I have today to uh, be your vessel, Lord God, that these uh, words not be ones that are just in my own mind, Lord God. I thank you that you've been speaking to me and um, journeying with me through many years, um, Lord God, and I pray that as uh, the words that I speak, Lord God, will not just be mine, but they'll be yours, um, and that uh, it'll fall on some good soil today, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, so it was a, <clears throat> so a few weeks ago when, when Di said, oh, uh, she sent a text around to Carvin and a few of us and going, well, uh, do you guys, just because just I'm going to be going away, I want you guys to think about a, a message maybe and, and send it through to me and, and um, I'll pray about it and, and then I'll let you know whether or not maybe I'll get you to come up and, and speak. So I thought, okay, cool, I'll, I'll think about something. And I waited and waited. I don't think anyone sent anything other than you probably. <clears throat> um, and I thought, okay, so I will send something. And it was a week later, and I sent it in. Uh, it was just a few quick liners. I thought, okay, that's it. I'll leave it for a while. Um, and it went by for a number of weeks, and there was nothing. I just thought, so maybe it wasn't the right thing, <laughs> which is fine, which is totally cool, uh, until she did send back a text and saying, yeah, I think that's really good. Do you still want to do it? I said, yeah, yes, I'll do it. Um, so uh, to, to what, what I've been really challenged um, of, and it's, Less about maybe mentally for me, this is about sharing um, rather than preaching because for me, you know, I'm, I've certainly gone through many different phases of my journey of, as being Christian, growing up in the church, not really understanding it and just pointing to the Bible and saying, there's the truth. You know, it's in there. Don't worry about it. It's in there and I can do all of the rest of it. And Tim, who grew up with me and went to church and it was a part of it that it was almost felt like blind leading the blind at points because... David Tambay obviously wasn't blind because he was in my cell group back then. Um, but, but we, you know, it was, it was still a lot of like, okay, I'm there, I'm in youth leadership, but I'm still, a, I'm still very youthful in myself. And, and so today I'm going to share, but what God's been putting on my heart is um, about character um, and our commitment to character itself. And, and when I think about character and, you know, I, I go back to what I... I learned about character maybe through the different people I spoke to, people I, I heard, and also the books that I read when I, my dad had his library and at home, and, and the books that I, I tended to pick off and, and read, which was all, I didn't read a lot, but these books I actually really felt like I wanted to read, and, and I learned a lot from the world, very much about leadership. So it was around, it was a John Maxwell books, you know, 21 Irrefutable Laws of leadership and, you know, failing forward. And I was just like, I loved all this. Today matters. I was like, yes, I loved all this sort of stuff. I was like, yeah, it's so practical. You know, and then I just, I never picked up a fantasy book. I never picked up anything, you know, non it was just, this was the sort of stuff that I loved. And, and I think it, 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 if I reflect back, you know, God know, knew me, he created me, right? And, and that was certainly a part of what he's put into my own heart and my own life. And, but the character became over, if I fast forward from what I read to where I am now, I'm in business now, and, and I get to be a, a part of, you know, uh, working with a lot of great leaders themselves, and, and with the way that the world changed, a lot of what I viewed as character became very much um, external focused. Uh, so, so in my, I, I, I intrinsically knew that character hasn't changed, it's, it's it's more than just what you do and it's the impact that you have on someone or the impact that you last or the things that maybe when you leave a room someone says about you, that's your character. And, and they're, all good, they're all good things, they're good measures, but, but it's more than that. 
Um, it's much more than that, right? And, uh, and I've been challenged, I was, li I was listening to um, a, a, a podcast on leadership, it was at, from another church, and there, there was, I was talking about leadership, there are different elements of it, and there was one question that stood out to me, because I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about it that way. And that question was around role models and mentors. Um, and in the context of role models and mentors, for me, I've, I've always had someone or some, somewhere that I knew them personally or someone that I was like, okay, I'm learning from this person. Uh, I'm, they're my pastor, I'm learning from them. And, and they're all the people that I, can, I, I know of in the world today, right? And they were my mentors. And the question was not so much who was your mentor in your world or your, your circumstance, but who from the Bible is your role model? I thought, wow, well, yeah, Jesus. But then beyond all that, I was like, oh, who, who from the Bible do I most align to? And why would I align to them? Why, what am I really drawing from from the, from the Bible? Who, and, I, and then it sort of sparked this whole um, John Maxwell-type reading of, of learning from others, but not just the people like uh, the businessmen of the world and, and leaders of the world, but actually leaders from the Bible. What are the things that I'm, I'm drawing from? And I was really, like we were talking about, Di's been talking about um, the Old Testament and Moses, and I just thought about what would it have been like being around during that time and being Aaron? <laughs> you know, you get, to, you get to see this, you see this great man, that's your leader, right? And then that conversation that would have happened at somewhere in the camps of going, well, my time is going and your time is coming. You know, what would have, what's, how did Aaron build his own leadership? What was, the, what was he learning from, from? What was the conversations that he would have had? And, and so I, I don't have all the answers to that, but that's certainly something that I've been, that's been sparking my own thought around. What am I learning and reading um, from, from the Word? Um, and, and what's the purpose in which I'm reading the Word for? Am I reading it just so that I've, I do my daily soap, you know, which isn't bad, but... Is there a greater, is, something, is God putting something on your own heart to, to dive deeper into, to understand, to have a different level of understanding from, from the Word? Um, so character and how do you commit to it? Uh, so I want to read from Romans chapter 5 from verse 1. Uh, we'll go through to uh, verse 5. So it says, Therefore, um, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, through whom we have gained access by faith into the grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our suffering, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, uh, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God has poured out His love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who He has given us suffering, it's interesting reading that bit there, suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and I always feel like, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about my own character, and um, what, what character is more than just my external, right, as I said, you know, I've been thinking about my own thoughts, um, you know, character is, judged, is also about what your, what, your, uh, what your thoughts are, what you're thinking, the things that you're not saying, the things that happen behind closed doors, right, um, and I've had a lot of uh, behind-closed-doors time over the last um, more nine months, actually, because I've been traveling to, <clears throat> to, to Sydney for work. I've been doing weekly travel, basically, and Leisha's been 
the CEO and chairman of the house. Um, <clears throat> and then I get my orders when I come back. But, but I, because of the time that I've had away, you know, it's been, it's been, you know, it's been challenging. Right? What am I doing with my time when I'm at home or in the apartment? Uh, what are the, how am I being dying to self and thinking about the thoughts that are going in my head and how is that actually building character uh, inside godly character? Um, and one of the things with, with my own character is, whilst I might be a, I'm generally, I like to think, um, a, a mild-mannered person on the outside <clears throat> when, it, when it comes to, you know, situations that might frustrate me or, you know, circumstances that change around me or people that just really tick me off. I, I, I generally think that I, I can be quite calm and, and uh, structured in my approach back to them. But I've been really challenged, really challenged when I've been over in Sydney. And, and one of the points where I, I, I didn't reflect... I didn't reflect on it definitely at the time, but now I am, right? And, and it's this whole thing of anger. And I think I was always quite a non-rage-driven you know, rage driven person on the outside. But I was traveling back and forth between Melbourne, uh, Melbourne, Sydney, and there was this place that I stayed at in a service apartment. And it would be the same place every single time. They didn't, they didn't um, book it out for the whole time I was there, so I bumped in, bumped out, bumped in, bumped out. So every time I went there, it was the same person on the desk, you know, it's like, yes, this, yeah, it's Will, yeah, that's fine. And, and I kept going there. And after a few weeks, I get, I get there, I was like, yeah, it's me again. I got my food, I'm there. I'm, I just want to go upstairs and just settle down. They're like, yeah, just fill out the forms. And what was your email address again? I was like, I, my email address? I, I've been here every single week. I was like, why do you need my email address? Where's your systems, your process? Like, why am I having to fill this? They're like, oh, yeah, just your email address, and then your phone number and, your, and where you're staying. I said, no, out of principle, I am not going to fill any of that out. You go find where it is, right? The enti entitlement started to build. You go find where it is. Thank you very much. I'm, my name is William Chua. We, Liam Chua. I'm here every single week, and if you can't find my email, then you go sort it out. I'm going to go upstairs. What room am I in? And, and, and so I left it. Right? I thought, oh, geez, these guys don't know anything about customer service. <clears throat> I should consult to them. Um, and then, uh, and then it, it, the, 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 there was another week that I stayed there not far after, and I was getting ready in the morning and all this sort of stuff, and, and, and when I was getting ready, I, I stood on the carpet of this rug that they had, and there was this little glass that just pierced my foot, right? It was a little, little shard of a, of a glass, right? It wasn't that bad, but it was really annoying. So I picked it out, found it, I thought, right, photo. All right, go downstairs. <laughs> Just kind of what we do. But anyway, I went, went downstairs. I said, I said, I've got to go to work. I've got to, but you know what? Someone's got to clean my room fully. Like, I'm not talking about just a little sweep. I mean, you've got to get, oh, there's a glass in my foot, and it's cut, and I'm going to work. By the time I come back, I want it done, right? Or you put me into another room. They're like, oh, okay. Uh, and I, was, I did this in a very nice way. And they say, okay, fine. I said, all right. And when I come back, I said, are you going to be there? What's your name? And he's like, oh, I'm going to pass on to the next person because... I'm not going to be here. It's my, I'm just the morning shift. I say, fine. So you pass the message on? Go, yeah, yeah, I will. I definitely will. Are you sure? Okay, fine. I go back to work, come back, have my food. I was like, all right, I just want to go back. I said, oh, I better check. I went back to the reception. I said, so um, just did Sophia leave the message? Like, what message? I said, my name is We Liam Chua. <clears throat> I am on level 21. I need this. I had a glass cut in my foot. They're like, oh, we had no idea. Well, you had no idea. So you didn't have an idea. I told Sophia to leave the message for you. And my anger, and I was just like, my, I was, I, my entitlement was way up here by this stage. I just thought, you have got to be kidding me. 
And she's like, um, maybe we should. I said, do you know what's next? She goes, uh, no. I said, have you done an incident report? No. I was like, well, we're going to do an incident report. So we fill out the incident report. And I say, okay, so that's done. All right. I want you to send this up to your manager because I do not appreciate any of this customer service. I said, fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, good, good. And then they did send me a bottle of wine, which was nice, but that was, <clears throat> that was good. And then the final cherry on the cake, right? So you thought that was that my, I'm already up here, so I'm as arrogant as can be. My entitlement's like, I, I, don't you know who I am? And then the next time, the next week I get there, yeah, oh, Mr. Chua, oh, nice to see you again. Yeah, no, it's fine. You don't need to fill out any of that details. You know how the Wi-Fi works, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, thanks. And they send me up to my room. And I've, I've always got food with me from the same Malaysian place. Um, just, just down the road. So I had my food, I was tired, I just want to get to bed, eat some food, go to bed. I get up, went upstairs into my room, and then I, put, I was about to switch the lights on, about to put my food on the table, on this little kitchen dining table thing. I was like, what the heck is that? And there was someone's underwear on the table in a bag. I was just like, photo, photo, photo. I was like, that doesn't look right, photo. There was, that doesn't look right photo. I literally, I went to town. It was like a crooked, it was a crooked stand. It was a photo. <coughs> and then I, was, I, I, called, I called reception. I said, <coughs> I said, hello. Yeah, hi. I said, it's Mr. Chua. Hi, Mr. Chua. Yeah, um, look, I just came into the room. And can I speak to your manager? Oh, yeah, sure. I just, we're really busy. I said, mm-hmm. All right. Okay, we'll just put you on hold for a little bit. I said, okay. You, all right. So they put me on hold. I said, oh, I'm going to wait. And obviously, I didn't have to. I could have just gone downstairs. But I just, I knew. It was like when my, it was like my mum does this. She's like, all right, fine. Yeah, you're not going to. And she'll just wait till it all builds up and then she fully explodes. I was like going to explode at these people. Five minutes in, nothing happened. I went downstairs, bags, everything. <clears throat> and then there was a massive queue and people, they didn't want to serve me. I was so enraged, so enraged. But I finally did speak to them and uh, they were very embarrassed. I showed them all the photos. Um, and ever since that point, in the rest of that stay, it was like the Devil Wears Prada. It was like, oh, Will's here, Will's here. Oh, Mr. Chua, how you going? <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll get the lift for you. It's like, yeah, it's fine. Thank you very much. Um, so, I mean, it, was, it is a funny story, but I didn't, I didn't reflect on it till now, right? And then, you know, as God's been saying, character. Character is more, Will, than just the outside thing that you've got with the impact that you're making with people. Right, because in, in, in the work that we in the work that I ha, uh, I'm doing is we always talk a lot about our the, as as leaders or as people that we work with. You've got an, you, there's there's a gap between your intention and your impact with someone, right? Um, and I thought, oh, okay, well, but from a from a biblical sense, what does that mean? Because my impact I've been focusing on so much. You know, what am I doing with these? You know, um, how am I ensuring that the people I'm working with get on to do the things they do? Or how am I building someone up uh, within my friends, my family? Um, but sometimes I was really challenged on this around my actual intentions of why I was doing things. And looking, you know, God sort of bringing so much of this up and bringing particularly my arrogant nature that I so strive not to have with this sense of entitlement of, no, don't you know who I am? I stay here every week. My name is Mr. William Chua. Please give me the best room you've got. Right? It's, it was really challenging around, okay, what is, what is, what is the intention that uh, I'm having? What is the, the thoughts um, and why is there so much of this, this anger that's... Uh, being building up inside me. The, the definition of characters, I went into it, yeah, so the thoughts, 
it's the intentions, it's the desires, and then it's the actions, actually. You know, it's then it's the actions. It's the character is more than that. So, so I guess my, my reflection on, on it and God was talking to me about was, uh, you know, you've got to rebalance, not just in a mental state kind of way, uh, but you've got to, when was the last time that you're really reading my word to, with a purpose? You know, rather than just going, you know, I'm going to read the book of Acts and, you know, there's a, there's a reason why, because the church is going through it. But what am I searching? What, what's actually, what is, what is what are not so much I, but God, what are you putting on my own heart? We were talking about as a, as a life group last night, uh, no, it's Friday night, so thank you <coughs> for giving me more content. Um, but, but, you know, it's, you know, Rosie brought up the point around, actually, what was the last time that you asked God for something? What are you asking God for today? You know, and sometimes in my world, I reflected on that. I was like, mm, yeah, sometimes I don't. I just go through life. I go through life. I've got, all right, I've got pack the bags. I'm away. I'm doing my work. I'm getting my dinner, and I'm going home, and then that's it. You know, other than when it comes to a Sunday, then I'm thinking about, okay, God, what, 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 what is it that I'm asking you for? You know, but... I, what are we asking God for during the times that we aren't at church? You know, what are the intentions that we, uh, you know, are, are putting in front of God to say, right, these are yours, not mine. And Matthew 16, 25 says, for whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. You know, and this, we talk a lot about, and Di's been talking about dying to self and, and you know, the anointing and, and the reasons why, I guess, we're wanting to die to self is so that if we're, if we're full of ourselves, then how can we actually, actually be a, uh, uh, you know, in part and then journey with some of the, our, our others, our friends, and those that, that aren't saved, right? Um, in Philippians uh, chapter 2, verse 3 to 4, it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of each other's. I think that, you know, Matthew 16, 25, talking about dying to self, Philippians 2, 3 to 4 is kind of like, for me, the going, I do the dying to self so that I can actually impart and be humble and serve others, right? Um, in Romans 5, 1 to 4, it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have a peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into his, this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings uh, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. I'm getting my uh, messages wrong. But anyway, that's the scripture that we referenced before. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so character is built over time and not judged on an isolated uh, instance. Um, and, and I guess, um, yeah, you know, you... So looking to the Bible, we go, well, what, what is it from the Bible that you go, who are the characters um, in the Bible that you look to that, that you say, well, what, well, who are my role models? You know, we talked about Ruth. Uh, I'm not going to go into each of them, but, you know, you've got Ruth. You, you know, Job um, is someone that you sort of go, well, if you want to just break that one down, that, that's going to take a while. But you, you think about someone that dies to self, someone that has character um, deeply rooted in in and not just their head and their cerebral thinking, but actually down in their heart. Um, Ananiah, David, 
Uh, so I don't know, I'm not going to go into so much of that, but maybe just leave that with you guys as going into your own life groups and as your own time reading the word. But just to ask yourself, you know, ask God, okay, God, who is it, who is it that you, know, you want me to, to role model? Who is it that actually um, is my uh, role model, my, my mentor in, in that, 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 um, that is in the Bible? So why is character um, <clears throat> such an important part now than ever before? I, I, this is my view. As I, um, I guess the, the context of the world that we're in at the moment, right? Um, there's a bit of a, I find a, a, an imbalance of, of character uh, within the world. I don't think the character itself has changed. Character's definition still is, is what it, we've talked about, right? It's the intentions, it's the desires, it's also the actions. But, but I, I don't feel that it's, it's quite there at, and in the place that it used to be back, you know, decades ago, right? We've got the social media at the moment, which is, you know, mirroring our current state of society, you know, our cult, the culture of self, uh, the, the society values me, <clears throat> um, whereas I think in, in, in probably more of the older generations and all the times, it was more as a, seen as wrong to be so self-obsessed, right? I couldn't have imagined, you know, my parents' parents' parents thinking about it being so... Uh, right to talk about and publicize so much of ourselves and our desires, right? Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong, but there's sort of, sort of two personality types that talk about, you know, the, this, this, the extroverted alpha and then the introverted person. The alpha is self-centered, projects outward, and then the introverted strives to become more you know, virtuous, honest, brave, um, has devotion, humility, and, and a strong moral compass. And usually one sh- overshadows the other, right? So if we just step back in time a little bit um, you know, you know, because today we're, we're pushed to to celebrate me ourselves. It's evident, I think, in the in uh, the slogans that uh, are worn on T-shirts, um, the the conversations you have, uh, the podcasts that are out there. Um, you know, following your dreams, don't ever change. You know, UBU, which isn't all wrong in itself, right? But it. For me, it's, I'm looking at it going, wow, there's a bit of a, where's the, where's the other half to, to all this? Where's the balance in this? And that's where I think the role of the church and, and ourselves as Christians need to start to play more of a part um, in that. Uh, I think we've shifted our focus from a, a focus on humility and reservedness to a focus on individual desire. Um, and, you know, yeah, on, on individual desire. So I think in, if you go back a little bit um, of a, a small history lesson, but going to the mid-20th century, so think about depression and World War II, <clears throat> there was more of the relax, enjoy life coming out of that. Uh, consumption was starting to grow. Advertising definitely grew, right, during that time. Uh, striving was for an easier life, a more fun, upbeat like, type lifestyle, the breakaway from the self-restraint. And the 50s and 60s was more about that age of empowerment you know, pride, um, about pride and empowerment, time when marginalized communities and minorities sought more justice, um, <clears throat> and the age of empowerment saw the power of individualism, uh, the personal desire starting to overshadow the humility. Um, our self-obsessed society started to play a bit more of a, having more of an impact into this balance of where do we place character, moral values in our, in our own lives. So. I think we've, to some extent, in some areas, have lost the connection that we've had to those moral values that lead to true joy and satisfaction. You know, um, 
you know, we're encouraged to follow our own desires. As we choose our wants, um, <clears throat> we can lose sight sometimes of the deeper principles. You, know, you can achieve anything you put your mind to, you know, which I hear a lot. Um, you know, sometimes reduces the situation almost to a cost-opportunity type relationship. Um, as in impact, we make choices out of love um, and loyalty to a... Uh, <clears throat> no, sorry, sorry. We, as an impact, we make choices not out of love and loyalty, but to achieve a goal. Uh, our lives sort of now revolve, and I reflect on this more and a lot, around um, how we're achieving things rather than why we're achieving things. Which sort of goes back to why I, I know how I'm going to build my mind, um, build my build build uh, <clears throat> character. I'm going to read the Bible. Uh, I'm going to go through my concordance, and I'm going to think about all the things that are challenging me, and I'm going to go through it and read it. And I'm going to commit it to memory. I, mean, I don't think that's wrong. Like, that's a practical how. But there's a deeper why which we should be reading the word for. There's a deeper why that we should be looking at um, our own relationships, how we're, how we're uh, building others up, right? Um, I think it, it's, it sort of hits home a lot more when you've got kids, um, and you're raising kids, because uh, you want it to be about imparting love and values and foundations in their own lives. Um, but in the world we are, it's sort of not so much just in how we've got uh, this, uh, you know, culture of self in, in our own peers and, and relationships, but, but even more so, it's even more difficult for when you've got kids, right? And, and it's sometimes, I have to catch myself around... Um, you know, the, the, the what school does your kids go to, you know, and this whole self of, like, uh, the grades that they achieve and the achievements that they can make and, you know, how much of it, yeah, I'm proud of the school that they go to, but am I, am I posting their achievements on social media because of, I'm just challenging myself, I'm not saying this is of everyone, but I, you know, I'm just looking inward going, am I doing it because of I'm really, truly proud, but who am I doing it for? I mean, are my kids going to look at this, you know, um, or not, right? And, and... I don't know, even more in Asian culture, it's kind of like, you know, well, my kid's got gone to this school, done this thing, got a scholarship, and how amazing is that, right? And this desire of, of promoting it, but it's actually for others, not just for the kids. So, so the, that balance needs to be struck. And as parents, even more so, I'm, we're learning so much, right, around how do we create uh, and, and put God at the center of um, our children's lives, um, or your grandkids' lives, right? Um, because in the um, <clears throat> in the seventies, there was this there was this study done, and, and the graduates were were asked, you know, what's the meaning of their life? What do they want to do after? Um, and a lot of them were seeking a, a philosophy in their life, right? So there was this still quite a it was not as self-focused, right? And now, when that same sort of study was done, it was a U.S. study of graduates. Uh, the majority of them were saying that wealth is the most important life goal. Wealth, not philosophy, not understanding. Wealth. Mm. What are my kids going to say? What are the kids that we all see that run around here? How are we actually uh, imparting to them? Are they going to understand that that this is not all it's about to be? It's not all about school and it's not... What are the the challenges that we are... um, uh, uh, all the perspectives that, that we're imparting to our kids. Um, <clears throat> we, we all, at the end of it, we all need to understand that we are 
sinful. We're, we're all flawed, right? Um, we need to accept and realize this. We, we, this is where dying to self comes in, right? The, 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 the world calls for it. There's an imbalance of it at the moment. And I think it, it more so, it is so much more relevant for us to think about um, not just our own selves and the character that, we're, that, we're, that God's challenging us on, but how through the internal transformation of our own lives uh, can then we become an external uh, impact to others, right? It's always an internal uh, revelation, I think, of you know, listening to the Holy Spirit, reading the Word, combining the two, and then through that then comes an outward uh, expression and an outward impact to, to those around you. So dying to self. Um, <clears throat> yeah, character... So what does the Bible teach us uh, about character? Uh, character is influenced and developed by our, our own choices. And there's people like uh, Daniel who resolved not to devile, defile, defile himself, Daniel 1.8. You know, Daniel resolved not to defile himself in front of, with the royal food and wine, and he, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself in this way. He was dying to self in those, that situation. It was a small choice, but it was, well, maybe it wasn't a small choice, actually, <laughs> in the circumstance that he was in, but it was a choice, right? And our character is influenced by and developing those choices. And I think about it from our, our, our choices develop our, our character, and our character will therefore influence our choices. And, and until you, you sort of make that circle around and around, okay, okay so what are the choices that I'm, I'm challenged with each day? Because character is not a one-time thing, right? There's many people in the Bible that... that you know, Moses killed, right? But still, that didn't change his overall character, right? So, so the choices that we make, the Bible teaches us that we have to continually die to self because the choices you make will, in fact, build your own character. And those character, the strong character that you build, that you're continuously making choices, is then going to influence back into the choices you make, right? The more that I was prepping for this week, there was so much more choices that I thought, oh, I wasn't even thinking that was a choice before, Right, like going to bed before you know. Before I go to bed, when I was in in away, I was like, usually I put something on TV or I watch a movie or something like that. But now, when I was preparing for this, it was it was in me. I sort of sat down and it's like I'm done for the day. I'm just gonna veg out, watch a movie, put something on, and you know, watch something on Netflix. And the guys like, well, is that the right thing to be watching before you go to bed? Not that it was a bad thing, but you know, do you want to watch a whole bunch of people dying and shooting up, or you know, is that really what you want to? Maybe not. So, so it's funny, as the more choices I started to make, because I knew that I wanted to develop my character, because I was preaching on this as well, because I'm not, I'm not at the, I'm not on the mountain, <laughs> I'm still going through it, the more that actually those, the character that I was trying to build was starting to influence the choices that I, I had, more than I thought. <clears throat> um, Proverbs 11.3 says, the integrity of the upright guides uh, will guide them. You know, um, whoever walks, uh, 10, 9, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out, right? <clears throat> uh, it's the Lord's, it's the Lord's purpose to build, to, to develop character within us. Uh, there's a scripture which is Proverbs 17, verse 3, the crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. You know, that, that, that testing of the heart, I was talking to, uh, Brian was kind enough to call me during the week to say, um, oh, I realize you're preaching. I said, yeah. He goes, you all set? And I'm like, yeah, it's Thursday. I think I'm set. Um, but I was, talking to, <clears throat> I was talking to him about what I was talk, uh, wanting to preach on and, and Proverbs 17.3. And 
you know, that, that yes, whilst committing to character, God, you know, the Bible teaches that he, God wants to develop character in us. Um, but that character, and we're talking about the, the crucible for silver and the furnace for gold and, and the refining fire. Um, and he's like, well, you know what the goldsmith does? I think, well, tell me, Brown, what does the goldsmith do? Yeah, it's true, right? It's just, just the, the goldsmith turns up the fire, right? So that the dross and the metal and all the impurities start to show. Right? And, then, and then there's more pure gold. And then, but that's not done yet, so it turns up the fire again, right? And, and more impurities and all of that. And, and, and until to the point where the goldsmith looks at, you know, Brahma's saying, you know, until he looks at the gold and can see his own face, right? And see his own reflection. And, and what so much, it, and I just thought, yeah, it's a simple truth, but, but a truth nonetheless. You know, God is there turning up. You, you, this is that suffering to get perseverance, Right? You, you call out to God, say, yeah, okay, I want, I want peace. I don't want to be arrogant. And then he's going to put me through times where I'm really angry at the whole staff of this service department in Sydney. You know, and, and I've got to persevere through that. And I just feel like God continues to turn up the heat. Every time you want to turn up the heat, that's fine. He's going to do it. But you've got to be prepared for it. And because he's going to continue to do that in your life until to the point that you say, right, I can see, yeah, I can see, I can see myself in, in you. Right? And that's what we should be striving for. So thank you, Brown, <clears throat> for the infinite wisdom. Right, so, um, so moving through, so we talked about um, <clears throat> the, the character is more than just uh, the outward. Maybe that's a realisation more for me than you guys, but you know, it, it's been a challenge. Um, and then why character in today that we live in? Right, because of this individualism and, and self. And I think we need to place more, play more of a part in, in that whole journey. Uh, and there's people from the Bible to learn about from, from character. And God wants character to be uh, built, godly character developed in ourselves. And he's going to continue to turn up the heat. So what are some of the things that I then thought, well, what am I doing then about developing character um, every day? And sort of went into uh, three different uh, examples or, or, or um, points. Uh, so <clears> the <throat> first one was uh, stop, just stop. Stop what you're doing, put it down. We do it in, I was talking about with this with some of the other, my business folk people, but when you're consulting, you're thinking about what do you, <clears throat> you go in and, and you, someone's got a problem and there's just, the first thing you do sometimes is going, okay, so let's do this little exercise. I'm going to get a few post-it notes now. Tell me, what should you stop? What should you start? What should you continue? And I said, you know, like, you know, and my, yeah, I know people, you know, I, I charge people for this, this sort of stuff. Um, but, but I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, you know, that there's, as God has been challenging me about the things that I'm reading about the Bible and the thing, the purpose in which I'm reading, it was like going, there's, there's things in, that you're learning as, a, as you're in your own world that is so applicable to what he's, he's wanting to do in our lives, right? And, and I, I remember um, doing one final prep for this, right? And, and I was in Sydney and I was like, oh God, I've just got to get back to the apartment and do this. Right? Get the last few bits out. And I'll get back, put this, uh, eat for food and just, just open the laptop, Google some scriptures, put some stuff together, boom, boom, bang, bing, bang, bang, we're done. And then God's like, can you just stop? Just stop for a second. Don't try to do this out of your own head and finish this off in the way that you think is, you know, a, a, a very clear message and principle method of what we're doing, how to do it, and then, no, just stop and seek me. Can you just stop and listen to me? And it's, a, and it's such a simple thing, right? But I, 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 I don't know how often during the week you do that, right? 
I do it on the, maybe on the, in the morning or at, 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 on the Sundays, on the, on the weekends, before I'm going to come to church. How much do you actually just stop during mid, like at, at work? There's many times where I've needed to do that of late. Just stop myself and go, okay, God, what? Okay, okay. Let's just calm myself down. You know, what is it that you're trying to teach me through this? Because I need you in my life to get through what I've got to do because I can't keep doing this out of my own self or I'm just going to stress out. So the first thing is just stop and surrender. And, and, and stop and surrender not in just the, the moments where the suffering is, but just stop and surrender in the moments where you're, you feel like you're actually, yeah, God is in, you're in blessing, right? And you feel like you're in that promised land. That's where stop and surrender still applies. It applies practically throughout your day because um, life demands it, right? Life demands so much um, from you. Um, certainly with three girls and another one on the way, uh, life demands a lot. Um, so we're stopping ourselves quite often at home. Uh, Ezekiel 18.30 says, God says, repent and turn from all your trans- transgressions so that iniquity will not be your ruin. You know, I think we, 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 we should all challenge ourselves to, to put ourselves in a, in a posture that we're hearing, a posture of humility and boldness and a posture where I'm listening to the Holy Spirit, right? Um, listening practically, just saying, stop. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to understand what you want to say. Um, C.S. Lewis puts it in an interesting way like this. He says, uh, it, it may be hard for an egg to turn into a bird. It would be a lot harder for it to learn to fly while remaining an egg. You know, you've got to move from the place that you're in, right? Until you move from the place that you're in, how can you get to the, to the next bit? And so I think there's a lot of um, uh, pausing and reflecting, stopping and surrendering, re-surrendering ourselves consistently throughout, throughout the day. Uh, so the second thing is seeks, right? So if once you've stopped um, and surrendered, what am I doing? I'm, I, it's seek, seeking God, seek and act. You know, Second Chronicles sixteen nine. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth uh, to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. Right? God is searching for us. Uh, he's waiting. He's looking. He's wanting. He's he's not like <clears throat> we, we've we've heard a lot about it, right? So it's not like a, we have to um, go seeking for Him. Um, but I think we need to turn ourselves from the, the world that we're in now and the task that's at hand into a position and, and a posture of seeking God first in this situation that we're in, seeking God's peace in the rage, um, seeking God's uh, self-control in times where no one's about. No one's about. It's just me in this room. Um, it's me, international, somewhere else. No one knows me here. I'm going to go on a big bender. You know, but we've got, you know, there's a, there is uh, uh, that influence from God saying, okay, the choice that you're going to make is, is going to be harder. You've got to die to self. So seek God. Um, you know, I <clears throat> like um, in the time where, you know, Samuel was, was not even seeking him, but God was there. He was calling out to him, Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. You know, I, I always pray that over our, our, our girls. Like, you know, as you sleep, as you rest, you know, I'd, God to, to speak to you, to call out to you. Um, it was funny, Chloe was, it was just funny, I was praying for her the other night, and she, she's like, pray, and she says, amen, I say, okay, we'll pray, <clears throat> the other girls don't want to pray, and, and, um, and then I, I was put, she was in the car, put my hand on her head, it was just funny, and she's then put her hand on her baby's head, her baby toy's head, <laughs> she says, amen, amen, okay, the baby's good too, um, you know, God called Samuel, and Samuel, Samuel, and, and, that, and uh, 
It says Samuel became the mouthpiece of God of a nation, right? You know, a judge and a priest and an anointer of kings. God's calling each and every one of us. Uh, he's waiting for us to seek him because he's already got a calling for each and every one of you, right? Um, he formed your own character. He's just waiting for you to build and develop it and step into that. And the last bit is, um, is sharing it. So stop and surrender. Uh, seek and act. Uh, and then share, right? Uh, this is a, uh, and I was writing this, I was like, share, yeah, what, God, I, I know we, 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 we should be sharing with each other to build each other up. Um, share, not just from the gospel point of sense, but actually share because um, iron sharpens iron and we have life groups, right? There's a, there's a reason why we have life groups because I've grown so much more of opening up our house and just facilitating conversations than when I was just by myself, right? Because I get to challenge uh, my own thinking and share where I'm at. You know, we are, as I said before, we are all, we're not, we are not perfect. Uh, my, uh, not that I do much on Instagram anymore, but, but you know, the, the way that I portray myself outside to the world might try to be perfect, but actually at the end of it, I'm not. I'm, a, I'm sinful. I'm learning through all this. That's why I'm sharing with you, not preach. I mean, yeah, I, I, this is me. This is, I'm, I'm learning a lot. I might have grown up in the church, but actually a lot of the things that I, I know that I heard, I, I believed in, but I did a lot of that. I did, it's there. Yeah, I've got a Bible. It's there. Um, so I encourage you to, to, to commit to character by sharing with others. Get into a life group. Uh, Hebrews 10, 24 to 25 says, And let us consider how to stir one another uh, to love and uh, how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as, uh, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Uh, you know, Matthew 18, 20 says, for those, uh, for where two or three gather together, uh, uh, there I am uh, as well. Um, yeah, sharing, sharing, sharing. Uh, we're all on a journey um, and I'm not sure where you guys are at um, or your own journey itself, um, but we're in, we are in pursuit of a deeper relationship uh, with God. Um, I'll get the band up now, actually. Um, we've been talking a lot about, um, I think I'm pretty much done. There's just probably a few things that I've missed that I might want to say, but um, you know, spiritual maturity commitment to character, uh, they're, all, they're all challenging words because they're not something that, as much as I like to, to achieve, is something that is, I can do it and I'll do A, B and C and then I'm there, I've delivered. Um, it's, it's, it's not something as quick and as easy as that. It's something that is, uh, it is a journey. Um, and it does take uh, a lot more of uh, ourselves um, being humble and actually opening up um, our lives and our own hearts to God. It's funny, it's like when I wrote Seek, it's like, oh, it's not like, it's like God's going, oh, I'll, I'll come find you. Like, he's just waiting. He's literally just waiting. Like, he has been waiting for me to come down off my own pedestal of being, you know, a, um, a sense of entitlement, really. Um, and, and, um, yeah, and, and it's, it is something that will, will take, take its time, right? Uh, and you're on your own uh, journey through that. Um, last week, 
Uh, um, you can play whatever you want. Sure. Yeah? I know you probably didn't play one. You play whatever you want. It's fine. Thank you. Um, last week, uh, we were, I was at uh, Tim's, my best friend's uh, um, baby dedication, which when you, when you journey with someone for a long time and they're your best mate and then they grow up, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I won't go into too much of that. I'm too much of an emotional guy, I think. Um, but uh, Corey at Bridge was talking about a few things and, you know, and he was talking about, uh, he was talking about anxiety, actually. Uh, but there was, there was a point that he, he said and, and it ties into this commitment to character and why and how and he says you know we have to have faith in in God and that the, that as we step out um, into his presence uh, he's going to meet us there right and the character journey comes sometimes and the character road and the spiritual maturity kind of feels like it's to me sometimes like the long road it's like oh maybe when I'm 50 60, 70, I'll get there, and it's and it's hard to stay focused and reminded of actually this is something you got to got to make a choice every single day from. And he said, um, which I really like, he said, by allowing the mysteries of God to exist, faith, you rely on His presence and not your own performance. And for me, I thought, wow, yeah, okay. That's true. I think I've, my own character, I've relied on a lot of my own self. I'm not sure about you guys where you're at and whether or not in your own character journey, um, godly character journey, that you're starting to ask God the questions, are, where are the things that, uh, where I may need to um, open up myself to you, God, where I need to be honest, where I need to just stop what I'm doing, um, to seek your word, to start reading your word with purpose, what, and start asking the question of God, what do you, what do you want to actually tell me? What, what is it? What, what's the why of why am I going through this Bible? Why do I actually go to church? Why am I going to life group? 